This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Kilts and Kiwi, brought to you by the Dunedin Edinburgh Sister City Society. Members of the society and wider Scottish community explore the connections between Dunedin, Edinburgh and Scotland, culminating in St Andrew's Day celebrations in the Octagon on Sunday, November 27th. Chat, music, history and giveaways, proudly supported by Dunedin City Council Events and Community Development. One, two, three, four.
Hello one and all, uh, Simon here with uh, Kilts and Kiwi and um, in the guest seat today is uh, Councillor Steve Walker. G'day Steve. Hey, um, lo- 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 Lots of um, Edinburgh connections coming out of Steve very shortly and uh, James, James co-pilot's in here today. Tanakwe, Tanakwe. You good James? Yes, I'm pretty good, thanks, Simon. You got a bit stuck on your walk, I hear. Yes, so, yes, we were. I, I was a walker, <laughs> but I got stuck. Very appropriate. <laughs> and to kick off the show today, we had um, Joseph K. With it's kind of funny now, Joseph K. We've um, me and Steve have got a few postcard records um, releases here. Um, that was a seven-inch single that that we just played, and. Um, but Joseph K was an Edinburgh band, wasn't it, Steve? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. yeah. But the label we've just and I thought the label Postcard Records was Edinburgh, but it's actually Glasgow based yep. and founded by Alan Horn in 1979, mainly as a vehicle for releases by Orange Juice. And are we going to hear Orange Juice? I think we are. No, I've got an Orange Juice for later, but not on Postcard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. A later, a, a later Orange Juice release when they got big, I guess. But um, yeah, it was a short-lived little label and. Right, wound down about 1981, shortly after Orange Juice left to sign a major deal with Polydor. Yeah, right. So, uh, yeah, um, Glasgow label. We're going to have a listen now to Aztec Camera, I think, isn't it? What? Yeah, it's one, one, of, one of mine, Simon. Um, I've got a, f- a few postcards like you, and this is, yeah, Aztec Camera. I think it's just like gold. And I think it's, I mean, my memory's never good for dates, but I think it's about circa 1981. Um, the good old days. Absolutely. Let's have a listen. When I have hair. <laughs> Take my arm. 
something thrashy and bashy. Also from Edinburgh, the mid eighties, I think that was. That was the shop assistants with safety net on a twelve-inch single, which is on. I think it looks like it's a self-released um, um, agar. Agar was the label, but um, yeah. So that was one of those John Peel. Favourites from the mid-80s out of Edinburgh. Um, and before that, we had Aztec Camera. And, of course, there the uh, the classic uh, mistake there of uh, the wrong speed, uh, starting yeah. off on the wrong speed. We're, we're on some vinyl here, this, here this is today. Jerry, this is Jerry stuff. Got caught out there. That was played at 33, but it should have been 45. So we kicked into that um, just in time and takes us back to the good old student radio days of the 90s. And um, it's great here um, at uh, OARFM or FM that we have a couple of turntables. And I guess it's all been coming back into fashion in the last few years. And um, there are even some shows that um, people just do purely on vinyl, I think, on, on the station, which is great. And um, we'll come back and do a few more as as the show goes. Uh, yeah. So so James, um, you, you, you logged in there with a bit of stuff. We're going to have a look about. Well, I was hoping to have someone from Edinburgh on Skype today, and and that will happen in the shows uh, coming up. And uh, actually, what, what, one of the people, uh, Dean Owens, is actually playing at the Edinburgh Castle tonight in support of Texas. And Dean was going to try and get on, but I think it's it was uh, just getting a little bit frantic up there. And uh, he actually doesn't live in Edinburgh anymore, so he's, he's heading back to Berwick uh, for, for the night. So we'll, we'll miss out on him. But but Dean, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll t- chat with him going forward, and there'll, there'll be others. Um, uh, Steve Albar, Steve, his his uh, uncle um, is in is in Edinburgh, and his brother actually is an artist, Richie Collins. So there'll be quite a few connections that we'll try and um, hook up on Skype and talk to people and get a bit of a lowdown what's going on in Edinburgh and how things are, and um, yeah, see what's going on. Um, yeah, Steve. So uh, yep, shop assistants. Do you remember them? Um, I do, yeah, absolutely. And it's uh, curious, you mentioned uh, vinyl coming back. I pretty much play everything now and buy everything on vinyl. So I'm, I'm, I'm one of these people who doesn't buy music now unless it's available on vinyl. Okay. Which is fantastic. It takes me back to the old postcard days. And I, I think you, you forgot to mention their um, their motto, which was, a I think it was the sound of young Scotland, which I okay. think they took yeah. as, a, as a sort of a parody. Not known to, no, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So that was it. That was, that was their, their premise for for starting was it you think the sound of young scotland i guess it's the indie yeah i think the premise was to get orange juice just out there into 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 the community but yeah i think it was to support young young scottish bands of which there were many around that time yeah well i think that yeah that, that, that's a continuation now isn't it yeah, it's totally. a burgeoning um there's always something going on in and around scotland whether it be the uh the, the sort of indie indie pop or a lot of it now is becoming that that uh, melding of the trad and the indie and uh, a lot of bands uh using utilizing pipes fiddle within mm. their sound with and, and also in a rock sound or an independent sort of um thrashy sort of um way um which is great in bands like uh tide lines and um elephants elephant sessions i think they're, they're quite a uh, a popular group. It's all instrumental uh, with a lot of these groups, but some of them um, mm. having vocals and the like. But anyway, yeah, you're on Kilts and Kiwi. Um, and we're, of course, here uh, thanks to the Dunedin Edinburgh Sister City Society. And we run the show heading in towards our Celebrate St Andrew's Day event, which is 
towards the end of November. I think it's on the 25th of November, the Sunday, is, which will yep, it is this year. come around pretty quickly in the octagon, a free event. Lots, basically celebrating um, our Scottish heritage and with, with twists and lots of have-a-goes and try-outs and, yeah, just a fun fun day, I guess, with activities and entertainment. Yes, it is. A free a, event, a, yeah. A free event and um, very weather-dependent. Well, that's, yeah, and that, that's the big thing. We're, we're, we're trying to sort of move away and mm. add a few events around it that, that aren't so weather-dependent. That means over the year with work being done you, you know that some will happen although of course in these times nothing is is a given no. and things do change um, and let's hope things will just get better from now on and um, yeah we'll go from there. I'll just say something about um, to you Steve because I'm obviously the oldest here and when I was um, buying records you could only buy records uh, they were 39 and 6 which is roughly what I paid for a, a 39 and 6, six yeah. so and what does that equate to? Is it's, that... it's around about 50 or 60 dollars now so if you pay 60 bucks oh, okay. for, for a, a, the latest chills um, vinyl, it's about what you'd pay for it in when I was a boy so in the what, 60s. So it was in the 60s? Yeah. Just wow. Pretty, and I'm just, I'm just yeah. telling the, uh, the others, a, a remarkable thing happened yesterday. I bought the Beatles double album in 1968, um, and of course it went went west with everything else I bought in 68. Yesterday it turned up in my sister's uh, restore shop. Um, my with my handwriting and my phone number on it. It's pretty scratched, but it's the original version. So I'm going to put it in a frame. So what happened, James? What's the story behind that? Where did well, it go? Where did you? Uh, well, I'm, I, I went to Australia and left all my records at home, and I think they just got someone's ca- oh yeah, party loan out. John. Well, no, I was pretty rough with them in the first place. Oh, okay. So, um, you know... <laughs> 39 and 6, a, a slap, th- come it on! It was 39 and 6 to, to see the Beatles as well. That's how much it cost to get, you know, and the Beatles played yeah, there. Yeah. It was tw- two 20-minute concerts. It was 20, 39 and 6 per concert. 20-minute concerts? Yeah. Well, they, they did, did when they did, played did, here. Yep, two 20-minute concerts. And was that because no one could hear anything? It was just a no, screaming? It was just or? screaming, and the PA was tiny. I mean, this is not very Scottish, but, I mean... Well, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Nevertheless, it, it, it's... We've got a free licence. <laughs> we have to. But... Um, yeah, so sixty bucks today is about. 30. No, but then there is a Scottish element there because the PA was tiny and it's very. Well, low. the PA was one. I can't remember. It had one speaker um, above the stage. It was a big sort of square, oh. glass-looking thing, and God knows what it. Was but is that what by. they did in those days, or yeah, was it, it was. just because it was Dunedin? No, they all, all the town all said the same damn thing, and it was it was just a very inadequate PA. Yeah. And the Beatles, you know, played through it. It was probably fifty watts or something, and and the kids just out screamed them. Yeah, wow. And uh, the, the 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 famous story that they threw John Lennon into the elevator in the City Hotel and just about broke his bloody shoulder. <laughs> And then the other band that was playing was one of the New Zealand band, Larry's Rebels, or oh, okay. before then probably. They went in another car, and the Beatles went went round to the town hall and the Hillman Minks, and the other the other other band went in the flash car with all the oh. kids screaming. <laughs> the decoy, <laughs> the decoy. That's anyway, a, that's I, a great we, story. we're away from the topic, but no, 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 that's fantastic. <laughs> and that's, you know that whole thing with the screaming and the inadequate sound systems, you know that that led to them not and really 20, bothering after a while. Twenty minutes and, though in that and, to the town hall, it was chock a block right to the gods, and that's what they did. Just Scream. just a twenty minute set. Yeah, there's not many bands that get away with that now. No. I think, I think um, well, some do. They just walk order, off. When they first started, had very short gigs, 
and then some would just walk off after 10. Yeah, that's There's right. There's always those right. sort of ones. And, uh, not, and also, James, you, I don't know if you remember, but certainly when I was buying vinyl back in the, in the early 80s, um, what, certainly things like the Smiths, when a record came out, there used to be queues down the street really? outside record shops yeah. you know, to get the release. And yeah. I just don't think the young'uns nowadays could relate yeah, so to that. Sometimes, but I guess with Record Store Day now, they, they have those yeah. sort of limited releases. There's a bit of queuing and, and ordering for specific... And, well, well, and the, they're the, limited, the, yeah, the, when the, they're limited. When the, when the Beatles, the, the aforementioned White Album came out, there were queues. There were queues. Every, every record shop, there was lots of record shops, of course. Yeah. And there was queues out. Everyone knew it was coming out on the whatever day it was, November the 3rd. And we were queuing for them, mm. you know, because it had all the, you know, all the bits and pieces in it. And then they were numbered, and mine, mine is numbered. So I really want to look at the number and then see how much it's worth on Trade Me for the yeah, number. Yeah, yeah, well, Discogs is a good place to yeah. have a look at that. If but but the, the, the records are unplayable by the look of it. But, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. but yeah, yeah, it's, it's very interesting that um, nowadays kids just get things off Spotify or, or well, I do myself. Um, you know, you don't have to get up and change the... Yeah, that's right. The, the irony for me is people complain to me about queuing in traffic for five minutes in Dunedin, but um, back in the day you'd queue for three hours for a record. For a record, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah, lots of things. Well, they do now these days, just, just carrying on this flow, I know with shoes, they do, they, you know, these companies bring out certain specialised shoes and, not, you know, and, and kids do... Do queue up for those sort of things. So oh, I guess it's still there in certain iPhones, ways. The, the, when the iPhones yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's another one. There are for things. It's just different. Yeah, but well, there's commodities. Yeah. Eh? They well, get into the, literally, the first two weeks I came to New Zealand, that's 20 years ago. I, I, I went to get tickets for a band, and I knew they were coming. So I literally was the first. I got ticket zero zero one, and when the gig rolled around, there was about 48 people there. But of course, I still have the British head on. I'm thinking when a band announces yeah, you, you better get, get a in. ticket. Yeah, and now I've realised you can wait as long as which must be a nightmare turn up the door. oh it is yeah, yeah. yeah. No, and New Zealand's classic like that you know <laughs> basically you, you sell 80% of your tickets in the last week <laughs> you know like if you can put something up yeah yeah for, for most things although again there's certain things that do go that way that have that popularity and yeah. that interest to to sell out um not so much down here, though, that's for sure. <laughs> no. Anyway, you and uh, Kilts and Kiwi, uh, we'll change tack now. We've had, had our little burst on the uh, the vinyl renaissance and uh, with a couple of postcard and uh, Edinburgh tunes, uh, Joseph Kay. It's, uh, Aztec Camera, is it? Roddy, Roddy Frames has tech cameras, isn't yeah, he? Totally. Yeah, totally. So he's from Edinburgh, isn't he? Uh, believe, I believe he is. Believe he is. Yep, yep. We might um, have to double check on ph- that. Phenomenal guitarist, of course. Just just to keep it in, all yeah. in theme there. Um, so, and let's, let's change tack now. Um, we'll come over to New Zealand and um, Steve McDonald, who does play at... Um, What's the name of the place? <laughs> Hororata. The Hororata Games, which is in the first weekend of November, which is a great um, sort of Highland Games um, day at, at a, well, like an AMP show, really, but with a, with a Scottish bent to it, which um, attracts thousands in, um, in Hororata, which is just out of uh, Darfield, um, south of Christchurch. And uh, Steve, who's a, a bit like um, Celtic Pink Floyd, I guess, <laughs> But uh, this one, Highland Farewell, is uh, a track. It's the title track of his um, album, Highland Farewell.
us leave our land Forget all our hopes and plans And sail far away across the sea We brave to keep our self-respect As tears fall upon the salty deck We watch our beloved land fade away Farewell to 
to go. You're back on uh, Kilts and Kiwi, and um, we owe Roddy Frame an apology, I hear. <laughs> yeah, we do. Uh, just We shouldn't offend the Glaswegians. He's actually from East Kilbride, which is just a wee bit south of Glasgow, so I don't think Roddy would be too chuffed, chuffed being referred to as a as a man from Edinburgh. Edinburgh yeah, and that, that blew our three, three play of... But anyway, it was some um, good Scottish indie pop there to start the show. Um, I'm just having a look, actually, through... There's the Edinburgh... Edinburgh Jazz and Blues Festival's happening right now um, over there. It seems like there's, there's a lot going on, and um, obviously I was saying that Texas are playing at the castle tonight. Actually, it's probably on right now. What would be time over there? On It'll be a Thursday night about 11 o'clock, probably just, just finishing up. Um, mm. um, lot, lots going on here. Um, Dinosaur Jurassic Encounter is on <laughs> at the House and Gardens. Van Gogh. Van Gogh Alive is on in Edinburgh. The Nickelodeon Experience, a, a, a nationwide outdoor adventure tour bringing fans' favourite shows to life this summer. In Sorton Park, that's The Script. They're a, are they Irish? Yeah, I think they're an Irish band. They're playing tonight. The Best of Scottish Comedy, the Stand Up Comedy Club's going on. Elbow, that's another, there's a lot of ba- uh, reasonably large bands playing in, um, that's part of the Edinburgh Castle. Event. Elbow is the, with the, that gentleman with the wonderful voice. Is that Elbow? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, yep, yep. The Delines, the Delines, country soul outfit. Part of a European tour. Da, 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 hottest tickets in town, Jurassic Encounter, Van Gogh Alive. Yep, we've gone through that. Yep, so there's quite a bit happening. I guess there's always something happening, especially in this time of year in Edinburgh. Eh? Yeah, it's, totally. It's, it's, uh, you're reminding me jealously, actually, of my time in Edinburgh because I used to go to bands literally every night. And uh, although I've been here 20 years and I love, I love this, um, I love living in Port Chalmers, uh, people often ask me what do I miss and probably the only thing I miss is Not the love. access to really good bands. And like access, is it like you're just sort of walking around the corner or is it just a bus ride sort of, oh, no, just, is there a bit of an effort? Oh, Edinburgh's a walking city of course. Yeah, 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 yeah okay. But just, just, there's just always a band you'd like on because yeah. a lot of the bands the, are the size, the bands that I like are of the size that there's not really the venues at the moment in Dunedin. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. That's, there's all, yeah, this it's a two and three. Yeah, I, I guess a lot of, and a lot of the venues aren't sort of made for music in some ways. Um, but there are a lot of rooms and places that you can put on shows. But then it's, it, it takes a lot more effort, I guess. Um, but yeah, you know, we've got Dive, we've got The Crown, yep. um, and the, the university usually has things pottering away at I don't know the people crowd, want you know how many venues do you need like it's just like how many cafes do you need is yeah, that, I think it is looking at that sort of 1500 2000 though so right, I yeah, find myself and my wife are, are flying up to Christchurch or, or Wellington yep. to see the sort of sort of bands we like so maybe that's just that, that hole needs to be filled I think so N- Nadia Reid played last night in the Glenroy okay how many does that hold um, depends how they, they set it up um, is it, was it a seated show? Do you know? I think seated, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, I don't know, probably four, five hundred. Is that all? It's yeah, not a. It's, it's not. not, it's, not yeah, huge. it's not a huge place, but you know, you know. But that's it's, it, that's with seating. I think what maybe. About, what about the crown on, on a good night and standing? Well, well, the crown is is like like you being in your living room, isn't it? Really, but I, I guess they could probably get a hundred, hundred and twenty in there, yeah. and 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 dive, which was the cook to most people, is a cup maybe two fifty. 
Um, but then I, I think, you know, again, what was Steve saying, the fact, you know, these, these larger shows maybe catering up to 1,200, 1,000 sort of people. The region. How many times, and, and this is that whole argument with, you know, like when you got the stadium, how many times would it actually get used? And, you know, what's the... Yeah. Would there be that demand? You know, even back in the '90s when we had a we had a really huge, um, well, supposedly a, a huge live scene, and and it was reasonable. But you know, like Sammy's it would be once a month, and it would pack out, and mm. you'd, you'd be getting eleven hundred. Well, the shoreline was was pretty. Well, yeah. that's a, yeah, and that was a totally different scene, wasn't it? Was, it? But it was. then they had that whole thing going as well, didn't they? Alongside, yeah, did. uh, and that was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, really, wasn't it? I think pretty much. Mm, not and then Thursday, Sammy, just Friday, Saturday. Yeah, and then Sammy's of course had the live. Um, they were still like a club as well, mm. and they did have live bands within that. So there was. Remember they they yeah, used to have Sammy's yeah, and they had live bands. Wonderful acoustics in there. That was the oh yeah, the old His Majesty's yeah. Theatre, which designed well, for you exactly know, the proper theatre exactly. And and that's it's built is. for that. It is. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, the stairs are falling down and the um, yeah. the roof leaked. So it was, yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's the same with record. Actually, it was interesting. I've, I've just been in Invercargill for Matariki with Aro, and um, I got the tour by the Southern Institute of Technology, their music area, and they still have the they have use of the Radio New Zealand studios down there that are now being you know they're, they're not being used, so they've taken them over, and they have the um, recording studio based on um, Abbey Road B, yeah. which was at Albany Street. It was. Which is yeah. now no longer. No. So now they've got the only one left. The, the parquet floor and the... Yep, yep, yep. And all the, you know, the, the, the look and the... But that, so that's the only one left, I think, in the country. Gosh. And they've got that, which is... You know, they, they can put an orchestra in there and record it, which is probably quite rare now, um, but, you know, to have that size of room. Although the university's upgraded haven't they so i think they've got quite a big room it's pretty flashed down in the down new there, yeah. the new yeah. spot yes but we, yeah we digress um kilts and kiwis where do we get how do we get onto that james kilts and where do we go singular kiwi so steve yeah you mentioned just before you you know you've spent some time in edinburgh yeah what, yeah i was actually the, i was primarily brought up in scotland um one of those royal royal navy babies so i was born abroad and actually born in singapore but pretty much schooled from the age of so five primary school in Scotland uh, high school in Scotland and then went to university in, in Edinburgh so oh, okay. I spent, right. spent really th- so was it Helensburgh is that the Helensburgh base for your you said Navy uh, no no it was a uh, Resyth naval base so Forsyth, in, in the okay. kingdom kingdom of Fife so Resyth is where they um, they refit the nuclear submarines oh, so, so is yeah. that up around St Andrews way no, a bit not further, quite no you're getting further more, north you have to go you have to go more towards the uh, the bridges, so Berwick, so near near Dunfermline. Okay. So that end, so St. Jan- St. Andrews is the other way, and that where where I was born is, is a place called Dalgetty Bay, which is sort of bang in the middle, so between Dunfermline and uh, Kirkcaldy. That's where I formed my love for football, actually. So it was the Dunfermline Football Club, oh, Wraith Rovers Football Club. Oh, well, Robert Scott will be. Uh, yeah, that's right. In fact, that. I have something in common with with Robert, who I know very well. So we both <laughs> both support Wraith Rovers, which is um, is is a uh, is, is a is, is a club that are not too great, but. I did watch them as a kid in front of about 800, 800 people for for my, my love for football. And, and Fife's a lovely little area. It's, it's quite similar well, in some ways to like uh, Cornwall, well, to my, my rec- recollections. You know, the little harbours and the little... So, so, to, sort of, but it does remind me, I think there's a reason I moved to Port Chalmers. It reminds, where I was brought up reminds me a lot of, of where I actually now live. And Fife is strange because it's, 
it was a collective of St Andrews where you had you, know, you had well-to-do people yep. living. But then you, if you go down to places like Kinghorn Kirkcaldy, they were very down at heel. So I think it's the poorest region in Scotland. So, so, so a lot of it was dependent on the shipbuilding and, and particularly coal mining. Yep. So of course, and, and fishing, I guess. And fishing, yeah. yeah. So yeah, if you remember early little, 80s, we had, yeah. the, we had the joy of, of living under, of, under Margaret Thatcher and uh, mm. you know, the coal mines were shutting and fishing was... Was, was was shutting up shops. So yeah, there's still still quite a lot of I think a lot of new industries have moved into into that. You know, a lot of high tech and and gaming actually uh, around uh, the Fife area. Oh, so yeah. okay, yeah, it'll be interesting to go back. I was I went back about ten years ago. I took my wife to to see where I was brought up, and it would be interesting to go back again because it had changed significantly. Even yeah yeah. Um, I was there about three four years ago. I went to meet King Creosote. Kenny, oh really? But God. he wasn't in. Wow. So we had good fish and chips there and ice. Uh, <laughs> ice cream and this is like in the middle of, I think um, I got taken over there to, um, yeah it's uh, and it was like a fishing village I'd Stranra Stranra no it wasn't Stranra something like it was right on the coast I can't remember the name of the place yeah. I'd have to look it up it was a, it was a fun day trip anyway yeah. Mar- Margaret Thatcher who famously said if you're a, if you're a over 13 catching the bus, you're a loser. Yeah, she, yeah, that's she, right. She said that. I've said many, many Good strange things. God, what a, yeah. what a thing to say. I was actually, because I, I, cycle, I cycle every day from uh, Port Chalmers to Dunedin. And, I've uh, seen you, I've, I've passed you. you passed me. Going thank, the other way. Thank, thank you for not knocking me off. <laughs> no, but, no, I, no. but I was cycling this morning thinking about this show, and uh, I was cycling and thinking this really does remind me of Scotland, because mm-hmm. I'm one of, those, one of those people who had to cycle back and forth to school back in the... Back in the back in the seventies, so two two k's each way, and this morning cycling and it was bloody cold, so it's just thinking. Yeah, suddenly too. And well, when I used to cycle to school, it would be in shorts. Um, so at least this morning I could wear my long johns. We and used my, to walk and, everywhere. And the, I think and the walking. Yeah. yeah, we walked. I got the trolley bus. We got weird. The it, trolley bus. The trolley it was, bus. Excellent. It was tuppence from uh, the Octagon to Otago Boys. Tuppence. Oh, came and, we in st- and, we still, and we still missed assembly. You know, right. Train boy. <laughs> Funny there. Port Chalmers train boy. Yeah. Oh, so he's the train in from Port Chalmers. Yeah. Well, will we see that? We should see that one day. <clears throat> the train in. <laughs> uh, I've, got, I've got Blue Nile here if you want to play it. Oh, okay. Oh, the nice surprise. Okay, well, <laughs> let's jump on one. We'll go to the Blue. Uh, let's play. Uh, this is another a more recent um, label, and it's Steve saying The Sound of Young Scotland. This is a label called Foot Stompin'. Um, now, what year was this? This is probably about 10 years old now. Uh, back of the moon so this is that sort of more I guess that like I was saying the melding of the traditional and the the, in, the energy I guess the energy of the indie alternative scene of the 80s but it's more obviously traditional with you've got fiddle viola uh, border pipes alien pipes guitars piano flute double bass guitar and fiddle that all going on there it looks like about a six piece band so let's have a listen to back of the moon and then we'll um, have a quick go in and a chat about Blue Nile Kilts and Kiwi, here we go.
Back of the Moon. Um, I wasn't. Uh, I thought there might have been some uh, vocals on that one, but uh, not quite. And that's the track there is called Nine Pint Coggy. Um, so yeah, I'm not sure sure what's going on. What's a coggy? I might have to look that one up. Is it a Scottishy thing? What's a coggy? The only thing I think of Queen's got lots of coggies, but that's a different. Oh right, it's corgi, isn't it? It's close, it's sharp. Yeah, we'll have a look at that one, and we're going to check in now on the Blue Nile. James has got a track by the Blue Nile, Scottish pop band from Glasgow. From the group's 80s. early music was built heavily on synthesizers and electronic instrumentation and percussion. Although later works, which I think this one might well be, features more guitar. What, what track have we got, James? Saturday Night. Saturday Night. Let's see if we can bring this one up and get this going. You're on Kilts and Kiwi. Kilts and Kiwi is made with support from the Dunedin City Council Community Grant Scheme and the Dunedin Edinburgh Sister City Society. The Society fosters the historical sister city link between Dunedin and Edinburgh, as well as planning local Scottish-themed events. A highlight will be the annual St Andrew's Day celebrations, to be held in the Octagon on November 27th. Keep an eye on the Dunedin-Edinburgh Sister City Facebook page for updates. Special thanks also to Haraways for their great prize giveaways on kilts and kiwi. Okay, we've got an issue. We've got an issue. We'll have to work that one out. It's, uh, it's playing away. The Blue Nile is playing in the studio, but it's not going through into the desk. So I think we've got the wrong plug or wrong lead there, so we'll sort that out. Um, just the mentioning there of uh, Haraways uh, just reminded me um, that uh, we do have uh, a giveaway. This, this, we're starting off the giveaways. We, we'll, we'll put it up on our Facebook page. We do most of the stuff on our Facebook page, which is the Dunedin Edinburgh Sister City Society. Mm. We'll have a, a giveaway competition there. Um, I've got uh, plenty of Haraway's uh, bits and pieces. Actually, a Haraway's book that I might have actually brought with me. We'll just see if I can dig that out and see what that's all about. But also tea towels, uh, tea towel bag, pen for the fridge, um, some Haraway's product, which I've just forgotten that I didn't put in the photo, so I'll get some of that sorted. The sachets are beautiful. um, Yeah, sachets, yeah, lots of sachets Mm. there of... um, various types of porridge um, I'm of course the big fan of the uh, raspberry and coconut which I can't get at New World which is a real pain so I'm heading over to Countdown for that every now and again <laughs> no matter how many times I go in there and say can you get this back in <laughs> but um, yeah so that's Haraway's uh, giveaways coming up on the uh, on the, the show and we'll do that monthly and we'll, we'll uh, p- put in the link to the show um, we've got one to put up from uh, last last month. God, it was, doesn't seem that long ago, does it? No, no. It was with Ron, myself, James, and, and uh, uh, we had the guys from the Haggis Protection Society. Yeah, who Glaswe- run Glaswegian. Yeah, uh, we had a couple of them on, and we, we should try and find out actually what happened and how the Kaylee went at the at the university. Yes, we were all away for it actually. I don't think there was any of us were actually about. So uh, we'd, we'd, I think Ron went actually. Did Ron? I think Ron was going. Ron's actually in Auckland, which was um, good to to see. So he's out and about doing stuff. Um, So I'm assuming he'll be back. And of course, Marion was due to be in this this, uh, show, but they've had a a call to arms at work. Uh, Marion's a nurse, so um, she's out 
until next month. So um, I still haven't actually sorted out the... Um, I should have been doing this multitasking thing. Um, we've got to sort out this uh, phone jack. And while I'm talking, let's queue up a track. Um, a visitor to um, Dunedin, and I do play them from time to time, um, and I always, always play the Poetic Milkman, so let's try and find something a bit different. Maybe um, I'm Proud to Play a Pipe might be an interesting tune. Um, this is Brayback.
Brayback off the album Ula 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 and that was I'm proud to play a pipe which is um, that melding of the traditional and the modern and we're going we're going to take take two on this one the the uh, the modern ish the modern style I guess Saturday night by Blue Nile uh, released in 1991 which was um we were both at Radio 1 then, James. We were. We were. I, was, I was playing jazz and you were the boss. Yeah, great times. We've just been uh, reminiscing there. But they, okay, let's give this a crack. Take two.
some, something to ma- match the recent weather we've been having. And dreary. <laughs> Saturday yeah. night by Blue Nile. Yeah, I'm sorry it was so dreary. There was, I like the song and... Um, no, it's okay, I James. I forgot it was so it's, it's okay. slow and, you it's, know... Dreer. Just dreer. <laughs> and it's interesting, we, we got talking about that. Um, the label that uh, puts out the um, the Blue Nile was called Lynn. Lynn Records, and they were originally a... It's a Glaswegian uh, label, and that's a Glaswegian band. Um, they were originally a hi-fi outfit, and their engineers were testing their flagship product, the Sondek... Sondek S-O-N-D-E-K LP12 turntable and they were getting frustrated with the range of specialist test LPs that that were available so they began working on their own LP cutting lathe as a research product to improve the testing for their turntable and that led to them releasing um, A Walk Across the Rooftops which was by Blue Nile and then they have since then this must have been in the early 80s I guess Um, become quite a well-known audiophile label specialising mainly in classical but also jazz Celtic music but not a lot of pop so I think Blue Nile was it in terms of um, what they what they did um, in in that sort of pop market but I believe it looks like they're still going and uh, quite a well-known label and I'm wondering if that 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 turntable's still around that Sondek whether Lynn still do that sort of thing. But anyway, that was the, the Blue Nile. Uh, you're on Kilts and Kiwi. Uh, Steve, Simon and James on board today. And that, that, here's something. Now, we're going to Stornoway. Stornoway. Is that a... It's, it's out there, isn't it? That's it's up north. Night. Way yeah. up north. Yeah. yeah. Way out there. Good description. <laughs> so probably the only time <laughs> in New Zealand radio this year that you're going to hear something from Stornoway. It's actually a psalm. It's Psalm 69. With 35 bar 36, I don't know what that means. Um, <laughs> Torwood by Finlay MacDonald. The psalm, a Gaelic translation of the word psalm, is the culmination of a dream, which, um, yeah, anyway, let's move on. Let's let's give it a try and see. I've got to remember which one it's actually on now. Um, hopefully I've got the right one.
Okay, that was, hold on, let's bring this tablet over, James. Scottish folk and Gaelic singing. Oh, it's gone. I was just going to say that this, oh, here we go. The great Scottish names on there. Uh, Tim Francic. Uh, Dirk Frameth. They maybe they are German. Dirk Frameth, Tim Sam- and oh John John William. Um, a nice little uh, interlude there, a little uh, instrumental piece. And we, w- we won't say the uh, pronounce the name of the uh, song because it's in Gaelic. Oh um, right, Gaelic, 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 Gaelic. What part of Scotland <laughs> are you in? Why are you <laughs> over in Ireland? On, depends on your breath. Yes, yes, totally, totally. We've got, um, queued up now, I've got uh, John McCusker, who's a a very accomplished fiddle player um, and was a long-time member of the Battlefield Band who actually came out here, uh, oh, maybe, God, was that 10, 15 years ago? Played at the the region. Um, And also uh, played uh, and was married to Kate Rusby, if people know her. She's Mm. a pretty well-known Northern English folk singer. And this track we've got is off an album called Magic and Mystery, The Majestic Music of Scotland and Ireland. And John McCusker is playing Air for Jax. And we'll see how that goes on Kilts and Kiwi.
Mother and father stole a long look, one at another, and back again. Father had sparse camel's lashes, but black against pearl-white cheeks. Mothers were completely nondescript, by both our standards, yours and mine. We hushed and shushed, the stone chat lay under a leaf, Weary old clouds crouched over trees and bushes. Air pushed irresistibly at our faces, pressed well-formed daffodil-like ears to our growing skulls. Then father stooped and fetched up the black book. <gasps> the black book! And we ran crouching and cowering to the far corner, breathing fast. The book was a foot and a half square with a brass hasp, hinges and corner buffers anointed with exquisite verdigris, intimately embedded under the heads of rivets and flush screws and along the chasing. The binding was black moire. Father snapped the hasp, laid the book on the floor at the corner, and he and mother knelt there, running their hands over an intensely black, thick page, eyes shut tight to assist concentration. The room went so quiet you could hear a weasel choking a sparrow on the pavement. Mother muttered to father whenever she was ready for the next page. There are eyes at the ends of their fingers, I whispered. Pass it on. Father swivelled and peered at me with shiny eyes. Stand on the table, he admonished. It was a vile, shameful punishment. I clambered onto the table and stood proudly, my head beetroot, while the family walked round, looking up my kilt and passing remarks. One of the little gills made a simple sketch. Grandpa asked Grandma, Did he eat his porridge this morning? Everybody giggled, though the other children admitted to not understanding what it meant later. It had just seemed funny at the time. Finally, I was let down and joined the others at the window to watch the sleet fall. Up the hill. At the moment, it's just paddocks. You sure we? I have a couple of them uh, returning, harking back to last year. That was a, a, an episode of life in the Scottish sitting room, and before that, we had John McCusker, the uh, well-renowned fiddle player, um, with a tune uh, called uh, "Ears for Jacks." Of course, mainly with piano. Which mm. totally threw us. I mean, there was a bit of fiddle in there, I guess, but uh, a lovely <laughs> piece nonetheless. Uh, Kilts and Kiwi. We're, we're just about. To, Finished for this session. Done. Um, yeah, but just um, 
Jumping back, Ivor Cutler, Steve, you you saw seen Ivor Cutler in performance. Yeah, so Ivor Cutler in Edinburgh, uh, early eighties actually, and um, used to listen to him incessantly on on the John Peel shows, a, a regular 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 feature there, and absolutely love him. Um, every time every time his his poetry comes on air, it just takes takes me back. So yeah, thank, it's great. Thank you for and, and he was a big he was a big uh, so so his con- his show where you all sit you know, sat and he's very he's, he was an, a member of the Noise Abatement Society as well. I think we shows were very quiet, weren't they? Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a lot of respect. It was almost like going to a Leonard Cohen show in some ways. It was sort of that sense of respect from the audience. He would be, he certainly wouldn't sit there and chatter. No, no, intense, <laughs> quite intense sort of experience, I guess. Yeah. But um, well, yeah, fantastic. You know, just it's like that whole thing with, you know, like the Sex Pistols. So lots of people knew about them, but it was so very few people actually saw them yeah, right. live. Yeah. And it was pro- yeah. I don't know how that was. I, I guess Ivor Cutler, he was around a lot. He was playing a lot. But. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely, definitely through uh, Glasgow and Edinburgh. Absolutely. Yeah. So Ivor Cutler, it's not really a sort of Scottish name. So Ivor is from, God knows, from Russia or somewhere. So. Yeah, it's probably uh, interesting to look it up. Sorry, it's, probably, it's probably not his real name, to be honest. Yeah, you think, yeah, yeah, could very be, possibly. It could be Jock, Jock McLean. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> well, that, that, that's, this is pretty much us for this month. We'll be back next month and uh, promise to have some people from Edinburgh on um, in that show. Give it a bit more time. Don't forget, check out the giveaway prize pack, which is on the Facebook page, Dunedin Edinburgh Sister City Society uh, page. Uh, we'll do a giveaway there and and that will happen now after every show. And, um, yeah, thanks for coming in, Steve. Yeah, thanks. It's been a pleasure. And I've Great. just looked it up. It's Isidore Cutler. <laughs> That's his real name, Isidore. Yeah, there we go. So is that Scottish, a real Scottishy uh, thing? Yeah, Isidora Duncan, she, was, well, she wasn't Scottish. Yeah, and, and thank, you for, thank you for having me. And thank you for playing. I think you're playing Orange Juice at the end. So it's That's good right. We're just going out. As we came Edinburgh. in with, with, with the seven-inch vinyl, <laughs> both queued up and ready to go at 45. And um, we'll catch you uh, next month. So yeah, fingers crossed yeah, we're and. Uh, you see next month when the sun's shining. <laughs> well, I'm trying to work out how to get it started. The sun or the record? <laughs> the record, hold on. I think I'm doing it manually. He's an expert. It should this be bloke. going. I'll tell you what. It's, it's, it's poetry. Oh, no, I'm on. Here. Okay, now I've worked out what I've done. <laughs> now it's just stopped. That's, that's Simon's chair creaking in the background. I've worked out what is happening.
This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.